welcome to the Divine Segment with me, Josephine Miner. Now, on today's devotion, let's indulge on the topic, the pressing place. And I'm going to draw today's word from the book of Matthew, chapter 20, from verse 20 to 28. And this is what the word of the Lord says. Then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it that you want? He asked. She said, Grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my Father. When the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus and his disciples, Mary, the mother of Zebedee's son, came to Jesus with her sons and had a request that her two sons may be granted a seat at the right hand of Jesus, while the other on the left. I assume for a woman in those times to make such a request to Jesus, it means she must have had a close relationship with Jesus or even her sons. And so she was here asking for a favor from the master himself. He knew how great and powerful master Jesus was. And so she was here bargaining on behalf of her two sons who had probably sacrificed the better part of their lives to follow the master. They probably left their careers to follow Jesus as his disciples. But listen to the interesting answer Jesus gives her in verse 22. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said to them. Can you drink the cup I'm going to drink? Verse 22, listen to the answer. We can, they answered. Then Jesus said to them in verse 23, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for them have been prepared by my Father. You know, I read this part and it got me thinking, how many times in our lives do we want so bad what others have? You know, you see this great influential leader and you wish so bad that you are them. Or maybe it's a certain celebrity whom you have always admired all your life since you were a little kid growing up. And every time you see them, you wish you were in their shoes. Some of us will go to the extent of meeting some of this person, at least to catch a glimpse of who they really are in person. Again, we have some who will adapt to their style, for example, how they dress, how they talk, and even try to adapt to their kind of lifestyle. But have you ever wondered the price they paid to get there? I mean the pain, the struggles, the rejection, the storms they had to go through to get there. When the mother of Zebedee's sons asked Jesus for a favor on behalf of her sons, Jesus let her know clearly that it was not something within his power to do so. Only God could do that. He reminded her in verse 23 that those places belonged to those that have been prepared by the Father. 
We all have to go through a process of preparation before we can become great. More often, the journey to greatness, success, and stardom is not achieved in an instant. It is a constant journey of refinement, discipline, and ultimate sacrifice. Now, coming closer home to the Christian context, many of us believers want the glory we see in others accomplished. Now, coming closer to the Christian context, many of us believers want the glory we see in other accomplished, anointed servants of God or influencers so bad, we forget that the anointing is expensive. It is achieved at the crushing place, or rather, the pressing place. Many of us are deceived that the anointing is on credit. No, it's not. My dear listener, you have to pay the price. You have to bear the cross just like Jesus did. Question is, can you bear the cross? Stop wanting so bad what other people have. You have no idea the price they had to pay to get there. Please focus on your own path, not on other people's path. Don't be jealous and envious of other people when they excel or succeed in whatever field that God has planted them. They probably had a huge price to pay to get there, and you only came just on time to witness the climax of their journey, which is glorious. You see, some of us want victory in our lives for nothing. We want healing for nothing. You don't want to live a life of integrity, a prayerful lifestyle to achieve some of these things. You see, Jesus had to pray. Who are you not to pray? We always want something, even when we don't put anything in it. You see, when you say, God bless me, it means God press me until your glory is revealed. Press me until a stronger one comes out of me, my dear listener. Is there really anybody to bear the cross? Did you ever feel like the people around you were oblivious of the cross you were bearing? Jesus experienced that and he clearly paints out in verse 26 and he says, Whoever wants to be great among you must be your servant and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. You want to be great in life? You must first learn to serve others like Jesus did. As God's steward, we are called to serve others in the various spaces God places us in, not to be served. You see, the way up in God's kingdom is to serve others first. Then the exaltation comes way later. Another incident Jesus felt the people around him were oblivious of the cross he was bearing was during his last times before his death in Gethsemane. And that's in Matthew 26 verse 36 to 45. His disciples were sleeping in his last times while he was praying. Funny enough, on this trip, he had Peter in his company and once again the two sons of Zebedee. And he shares his worries with them. He tells them to watch and pray with him but they slept anyway. Twice he had to wake them up from their sleep to pray, but they went on sleeping anyway once again. They had his message, but they slept anyway. My dear listener, you want that glory, that anointing? Go a little further in prayer. There is a deeper place of prayer where demons cannot go, where the wicked cease from troubling. If you go a little deeper, God will break some things. He will deliver you, heal you, heal that disease, 
and eventually bring you to a place of honor before men. You have to put in the work, the effort. Leave the lazy people who don't want to put in the work and only wish they would have the glory alone, that anointing for free. If Jesus had to go a little deeper in prayer, in Matthew 26 verse 42 to 43, who are you not to? You see, in God's calendar, there are no shortcuts. You have to pay the price. You have to bear the cross before the crown. So next time, before you wish you had that anointing and glory in your friend, your neighbor, your churchman, your minister, uh, your colleague, just stop and remember they paid a price to get there. You too can have that anointing based on the area of your calling, but you must have that place or garden just like Jesus where you can go, shake it off until you get your anointing back. There is no magic for glory. You have to pay the price. You won't get it by just going to church. You have to get it at the pressing place of prayer. My prayer for you today is that you'll find that pressing place because it is at the pressing place where your attitude changes, where your will submits. It's in the pressing place where you lose your desperate need for validation from people. Today, my dear listener, God is waiting on you to pray like you really are the believer. Refuse to be depressed, oppressed by other people's glory, and use your own pressure to progress. I hope you've been blessed and inspired. You have been on the Divine Segment with me, Josephine Minor, the most safe place you can ever be just to be refreshed through God's Word. See you next time. God bless you and keep you safe. Bye-bye. Keep it Timeless Radio, your timeless companion.